BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome back to the What We Said podcast. I feel like it's been so long since we talked to you guys last. A whole week. It's just been a whole week. I was thinking the other day, we don't podcast enough. I've got a lot to say. Same. And I'm like, really? I have to wait like a freaking week? And I always have a list of updates and I'm like, I got to cut this shorter. I I can't talk about all these things. I'll talk for an hour. And then after like the second day, I'm like, I don't care about this anymore. Like I'll write it in my notes. I'm like, oh, that's a good life update. Then the next day I'm like, eh, it's over. The era is over. Do you like my new lamp? I love it. I was just looking at that. It's very cool. Gives the the room more of a vibe. Yeah. And also I like that your laptop or your, sorry, your desktop has light behind it. Oh yeah. Leif got that for me for I think Christmas or my birthday. He got me like LED lights to go behind it because it makes it less bright if you're on your computer at night. Mm -hmm. I like it a lot. He, he set that all up for me. I like it. Thank this you. room is really coming together. It's coming together. Finally, mm-hmm. there's a few other things that need to be done, but I'm excited about it. It's feeling cozy. Nice. Once you finish, you'll move out. Literally. <laughs> That's always how it goes, I know. isn't it? I dyed my hair, guys. Mm-hmm. I dyed it pumpkin spice. Is that color. really what it's called? It actually is the name, I think, of the extensions that go along with this color mm-hmm. that Chrissy does, I'm pretty sure. And it's close to... I did this TikTok a while ago with kind of explaining different shades of red because there was this graphic I found on Pinterest, which the the guy who made it actually commented on it. I'm forgetting his name at the moment, but it's on my TikTok. And he's like, oh, this is my graphic. And anyway, he kind of lays out how there's like copper, strawberry, blonde, pumpkin spice, mm-hmm. mahogany. There's all these different shades of red that you can be because there's actually quite a range. Yeah. And Chrissy has done some people that are more like that purpley red color yeah. and then I wanted mine more like orangey red and so anyway yeah I think my shade would be called pumpkin spice and it just I fits with it. the fall vibe you know so that's what I've been calling it but yeah I love it so so much I wanted to go dark a little darker more red and it's perfect I just hope it doesn't fade really quick because red just yeah it do be fading I feel like that's the color you had when you first started dyeing your hair red really like in t- I'm talking 2000 16 14? Yeah, like 14. Like Aruba. I feel like you had like really Aruba rich red was, hair. Aruba was giving more like purpley red though. Oh, really? Yeah. It wasn't as orangey. Mm. But yeah, I did used to have more vibrant red but hair. But like the dark, like the contrast. Yeah. yeah. And then I started dyeing it or doing it a little bit lighter and doing like mm-hmm. a blondy red color yeah. for the past few years. So this is a change, but I really like it. Yeah. It fits you so well, I feel like. Thank you. Oh, also, I did ask Chrissy while I was there if you have to bleach your hair to go Mm -hmm. red. And she was like, no, not if you if your hair is not dyed. So if your hair is completely natural, you can put red on top of it. Mm -hmm. And maybe that changes if your hair is super dark. I'm not sure. I didn't like get into the details with her. But she said if you have dye already on your hair, you do have to bleach it and then put red on top. Oh, interesting. Yeah. But if you have natural Mm -hmm. hair, then you don't have to. Virgin hair. Mm hmm. Or uh, I doubt my hair is virgin. Well, I don't think it's even that. I just think it's like if it's been dyed recently, maybe. Yeah. So you can go red. I, okay. got, um, I got the green light. I was just I'm thinking, kidding. I was like, I don't know when the next time I could dye my hair is because my, do you see my regrowth? It mm-hmm. is getting crazy. Like because it's getting so long now, it's like an extra, I'm like a chia pet. I'm dead. <laughs> it's just like, 
it's get, it was at first just tiny baby hairs and then they're growing. So it's like a whole nother layer of my hair is growing. But I'm like, this is going to take years for it to get the yeah, l- to get length of your hair to where it lays down at least. But whenever I put my hair in a ponytail or anything, it's just like staying straight up. That's why the other remember I was trying to do a slicked back hair and I was like, this is not slicking. Yeah. And it's because my freaking baby hairs. But because I used I used this Vegamore like hair oil. Is it hair oil? Yeah, it's like regrowth hair oil. And I used it religiously for a while. And I swear it helped with my regrowth. But then again, I don't know if, you know, it just would have grown on its own. But I would put on like my, yeah, like, you know, where your hair recedes, like the corners. Mm -hmm. I put it right there, especially and on my middle. I would do on my middle um, part. Yes. Thank you. (laughs) My middle part, like a lot. So I feel like that's why I have so much hair right there. Interesting. Anyways. Yeah. So postpartum regrowth happens at like a certain time, like, oh, six months. Well, you start, you start losing your hair probably like two months postpartum. That's how Mm. when I started like noticing like lots of my hair falling out. I think you grow a lot of hair in your pregnancy. Not me, but some. And then I just had the hair loss. I didn't really have like the voluminous pregnancy hair. Awesome. And then then you get the regrowth because it falls out. But anytime I think you go through trauma, you lose hair. By Mm. the way, I'm sick. That's why my voice sounds like this. I'm not just trying to be like a raspy, (laughs) sexy like freaking call girl or something like that. What are those phone girls? I love getting sick for the rasp. <laughs> I love a rasp. Please be moment. trying to sing like bluesy songs yes, in the car. It's time for some Nora Jones. Yes, 100%. Well, what have you been up to? Being sick? Not much. Just being sick. Case got sick. Then Nick got sick. Then I got sick. Obviously, it's just how it goes. And Sophie decided to <laughs> make it about herself and also get stung by a bee or eat a spider or something and her whole cheek blew up and her whole nose so I'm laughing but it was sad her whole snout like was so swollen I just look over at her I'm like you look like you're from the goofy movie like what is happening and then I look at her cheek it looks like she had chewing on a softball or something I'm like Nick and also mind you that day like all of us were so sick I'm like we have to take her to the vet we had like Two, we went to urgent care. We went to a pediatrician appointment. We went to a vet appointment all in within a matter no, of No, 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 no. That's not it. That's not the vibe. How was Disney World? <laughs> Disney World. <laughs> I did. I did go to Disneyland and I have news. I'm a Disney adult. <laughs> I loved it. I don't know what. I haven't been to Disneyland in a few years, I feel like. Halloween and- time, like fall, Halloween or... What is wrong with my brain? Fall Disneyland is just top tier. It's another breed. Mm -hmm. And something about it was hitting different this time. I don't know what it was, but it was so fun. And Leif and I, first of all, usually after a day at Disneyland, I am exhausted. I'm like, cool. I will do that one time a year, maybe. And this time I was like, honestly, I don't want to go back tomorrow, but like, I could go back fairly soon. Like, really? And Let's I was go. just telling Leif, I was like, if someone right now was like, oh, do you want to go to Disneyland? And he's like, well, who? And I'm like, someone you like. <laughs> and he's like, oh, for sure. Yeah. We both thought it was so fun. And we happened to be there during the Boogie Oogie Bash or something. Which, Excuse me? You have to have tickets for it. So we didn't have tickets for it. But basically, it's where they kind of, I think... Disney experts will know more than me, but they like close down California Adventure. And so like only certain people can. So it's like way shorter lines and stuff. So we were not a part of that. So we had to leave. But I was like, that would be so fun to be able to be a part of that. Anyway, I think they have lots of like parties like that at Disneyland. But again, I'm not an expert, so I don't really know much. My favorite ride. I went on the Cars ride for the first time. That is a fun one. It was so fun. It's so cute Mm -hmm. in there, like in the little uh, the world. And just Cars Land in general is so cute. Yeah. But there's a new Star Wars ride that I'm not even a Star Wars girl. I don't know anything about it. I don't care about it. I don't watch the movies. It was incredible. Really? I felt like I was in a movie. Is it the one where you go in and you're in like almost like a little simulator? Like you're like kind of in a little movie theater and it's like you're on a ship. No. So it's a brand new one. It, oh. It's like I think uh, six they months old. They didn't redo an old one because I thought that they redid an old I one. I think they did. Like, but this is like new okay. in something that's never been there, I don't think. 
again, I could be wrong, but all I know is like it's brand new, mm-hmm. like only a few months old. Wow. And I'm not kidding. You feel like you're in the Star Wars movie. What the heck? It's nuts. You're like in this world. I'm like, I am not. Here's the thing. Dom Roberts made a video a while ago and she was like, I people who are Disney adults are practicing self-care. <laughs> and I Literally. have to say she's right. Mm hmm. When I was there, I'm like, it's kind of impossible. You feel like you're in a different world. You're literally yeah. in a different land, Disneyland. And you're not thinking or worrying about any other problems. You're literally just so present in the moment, riding these rides, laughing, eating fun treats. Leif and Clay legitimately might have eaten six churros each. Oh my gosh. They were on their churro grind. But yeah, it was so fun. That is, That does sound fun. I loved it. I loved every second of it. I haven't been to Disneyland in so long, but I want to wait. Actually, I bet Case would like it right now, but at least when he can walk. Yeah, and actually ride the rides and appreciate them a little more. Yeah, exactly. But he would appreciate them right now. He loves lights and buns. We took him to an escape room and he was in heaven. Yeah. Just like ooing and aahing at every light and little toy and He probably would love it. I mean, we don't really go on any of the more kids rides. I haven't been on those in a while. Where you like sit there. But I feel like they are magical. Yeah. For sure. Like kids freaking love that shit. When you go to Disneyland when you're little. It's just. It's just. Magical like you said. Like I remember. There was like a commercial. For Disneyland. And it's like kids going to bed the night before they're going to Disneyland. And they like can't sleep. So dreamy. And it's just true. No Leif was like. Was that you before? The night before? No. (laughs) But it was honestly me the night after. (laughs) Leif was saying, he's like, when we were in the Cars ride, I legitimately had to remind myself I am not in the Cars It's not a car. Like, he's like, I had to remind myself Mater is not real. I'm screaming. He looked like a real character. What the heck? It was so, it was so fun. Yeah, I loved it. So, yes, I am your local Disney adult. And season passes. Yeah, Leif was actually looking up how much season passes were afterwards. Because we're like, we don't go enough for how close we live. Like, we might as well. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Even just going, if you had season passes, you could just go for a few hours, ride yeah. two rides, get a churro, and go home. Mm-hmm. Maybe it wouldn't be worth it, but maybe. I know. Were the lines crazy? Not too bad. And this is just a Disneyland episode. <laughs> it, it was, I mean, they were pretty long. Did they take them. away fast passes? Clay did all that for us, but oh. I don't, we had like two fast passes a day or something. You have I heard like they're allotted- taking them away allotted time that you can do it. Yeah. Yeah. And I heard that they maybe increased the amount of people that can go to Disneyland. Someone told me. Interesting. I'd have to fact check that. But because they expanded it. Yeah. So I I don't know. It was crowded. I feel like every time I go, it's crowded. I've never gone and it's just like, whoa, no one's here. Yeah. Last time I went, I swear every, every ride was broken. Really? Like during the middle of the day, like, ooh, because you know how there's an app? Uh-huh. We get on the app and we're like, oh, we can't wait to go to the cars. The cars one was when we wanted to go on and all day it was broken and then they fixed it like at the very, very end. Mm. It was like the California Adventure one that goes around. What is that one called? I can't remember. Incredicoaster? Did they change it? They changed it. It used oh. to be California Screaming. Yes, that one. People got literally stuck at the top. Like, wait, is Disneyland the cars, was literally breaking down. Is the cars one you're talking about, the one where you get in the car and you're like racing? Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. I have never been on that one because the, the line is always so long. Yes. So that's it. That's why this was my yeah. first time going on it. But yeah. Wow. Yeah. I need to go. It was a party. We what else did you do? Day. I'm down. That's about it for, for my life updates. I was just going to say that basketball season is right around the corner. Don't you worry, ladies. NBA corner is oh, coming yeah. back. Oh, yeah. I've seen Devin Booker a little more active on Instagram lately. Yep, me too. Trying to get those Suns fans. Mm-hmm. Also, you know what I am? I am now an NFL, NFL girly. Really? I've been watching football and it's because I have to have an emotional attachment to something that so gets who is me it? going. And I, my family plays fantasy football. How do, I still don't even know how it works, but I'm winning somehow. Mine did auto pick because I was here doing a podcast while they were drafting. I was like, oh, I'll just do auto pick. And I'm always like, every year I'm just a laughing stock. Like I just suck every year and I'm like trying to watch, but I don't know what's going on. I don't know points. It's just like so confusing. And this year I did auto pick and I got Lamar Jackson as my quarterback. Do you know who that is? No. Uh, he's on the Ravens. Anyways, I, I asked one question. I'm like, 
who's Lamar Jackson? Or I was like, who's L Jackson? And Nick's like, oh, he's playing right now. Like, watch him. And after watching him for like five minutes, I, of course, I Google him. Like, have to learn a little bit about his <laughs> Le- life. Le- learned his zodiac sign, his <laughs> yeah. wife. Yeah. And after I watched him, I'm like, well, I'm a Ravens fan now, I guess. <laughs> like, this is my team. And I started winning. I was literally winning the league until I asked Nick to help me with my lineup. Because before they play, you can like switch your lineup. And he was like, okay, I'll go in and help you. And I'd won every single week up until up until this week. And I was, I, Nick helped me. And then he was like, who are you versing? And I'm like, oh, I'm versing you. He's like, oh, wow. I'm like, did you just literally sabotage me? Because then he won. I'm dead. I'm like, did you literally make it so that my team sucked? Like took people out and like benched certain people? Because I lost Please. this week. But anyways, I've, I've just, I feel like it's co- a cozy vibe watching football on Sunday. Yeah, it is. You can't beat them, join them. You true, know? <laughs> true. I just feel like there are moments of football games that are like, oh, so good. But it, to me, it's like, they're so few and far between. Yeah. It takes like an hour to get one 30 second spot of like, oh, yeah. And, and to me, basketball is more like that way more often. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of moments that you're like, oh, are they going to, I don't know. It just yeah. feels like that. Unless some, yeah. it's an absolute blowout. Yeah. It's true. But it is a cozy vibe. Yeah. Watching football. Or and basketball. sometimes, yeah, I think it's kind of like basketball where some games are great and some games you're just like, they're going to win. And yeah, it's not really that fun no, to watch. Yeah. But I think in football also, like <laughs> just in sports, us discovering sports, I'm like, I think the draw is <laughs> you're just always waiting at the on football. edge of your seat for it to turn around. Like they could get an interception and then all of a sudden it's their ball. Right. And then they could go <laughs> down and score. Yeah. So you're just like, no matter how bad they're doing, I'm just like, well, there's still they hope. could get an interception. True. They could fumble the bag, literally. Fumble the ball. True, <laughs> true that, true that. We are in our sports era, if you couldn't tell. Mm-hmm. Well, is that it? Yeah, that's it. I'm like, goodbye guys. That's <laughs> yeah. what we said. Today's episode, we're doing Finding Your Style 101. Now, we thought this would be a fun episode to kind of niche down into how to find your personal style, which speaking for myself is something I feel like I'm just now discovering, like very, very recently. I'm talking the past few months. I've been trying to kind of understand what my style truly is and not just shopping for trends or like certain aesthetics, but truly for your own personal style and kind of how to discover that how to, you know, some some style tips. And also, I looked up just kind of like, I wanted to understand, not to make this deeper than it needs to be, but like, why is fashion or style important in our lives? Why do we care? Why do we care? Why does anyone care? And is it really that deep? You know what I'm saying? So I found a few quotes that I actually really liked that kind of explain things in a different way, maybe. So this quote is by Diana Vreeland. And I pray that that's not like a famous designer that I just (laughs) butchered her name. Coco Channel? Literally. (laughs) Fashion is a part of the daily air and it changes all the time with all the events. You can even see the approaching of a revolution in clothes. You can see and feel everything in clothes. This is by Gianni Versace. Gianni. (laughs) I know it's getting clipped. Don't be into trends. Versace. Versace. (laughs) Don't be into trends. Don't make fashion own you, but you decide what you are, what you want to express by the way you dress and the way to live. Huh? Okay. Okay. Not understanding that one, Versace, but no, I get it. (laughs) Literally, like, go off. (laughs) Go off, Gianni. Go off. Fashions fade. Style is eternal. Yves Saint Laurent. Clothes mean nothing until someone lives in them. Marc Jacobs. Fashion is about dressing according to what's fashionable. Style is more about being yourself. Oh. That's Oscar de la Renta. This is facts. This is by Betsy Johnson. Girls do not dress for boys. They dress for themselves and, of course, each other. If girls dress for boys, they just walk around naked at all times. True. Mic drop. Um, Go off, Betsy. And kind of just the reason that style potentially matters. And again, you decide if it matters to you. Maybe you're in a phase of life where you don't care that much. But clothing can really be used to change your mood. I have felt this a million times firsthand where you actually just made a TikTok about it. Yes. It's kind of like having a good hair day, good makeup day, good skin day, good outfit day. It all goes together. 
when you like your outfit, most of the time you're going to feel more confident. So you're going to act like a more confident person and maybe take more risks and put yourself out there more and go and do more things just because you feel more comfortable. Yes, 100%. So if I hate my outfit, I'm in the worst mood. I saw this TikTok a while ago that actually got me thinking about it. She was like, when I go out to dinner, like when me and my boyfriend get dressed up for dinner, but he rushes me. Oh, <laughs> so no, no, no. I'm wearing an outfit at dinner that I hate. And so I'm like rude to him. Literally mean to him. Me. Takes it out on him if I look ugly. And someone, when I made my TikTok, I was like, if I hate my outfit, I hate that day. Like, that's how I was at school. If I would walk into school and I was just like, I hate my <laughs> shoes. Like, I hate how I look. And it's not even, I, I rarely care about my hair and makeup as much as I do my outfit. Where I'm just like, if my outfit is off, I just. The vibes are off. I, yeah, the, the whole vibes of the day are off. And I would just hate that whole day of school. Borderline be looking for an excuse to go home. <laughs> but if I had a good outfit, I would Shake be like sick. all of extracurricular activities. Like I would want to be seen. I'm like, let's go get stuff done. It's true. Let's put ourselves out there. Also, how you dress is like a form of creativity. Mm-hmm. And I think it's kind of made me appreciate because I have never been super into fashion. Like I always say, you know, even doing social media for all these years, I've never been like a fashion blogger. That's never been my thing or my focus necessarily. And it's not that I think I'm like above it. If anything, I feel like I'm below it where I'm just like, I don't, <laughs> below I've, it. I've always felt like, well, I don't really know what my style is. So I'm not going to pretend to be a fashion blogger when like, I don't even like my outfits, mm-hmm. literally. But it's like kind of made me appreciate even seeing Tyson and Tessa at Paris Fashion Week. I was thinking, I love that they love fashion so much. Yeah. Like it's so cool that some people are so passionate truly about fashion. And it's like this very just interesting, cool world to kind of dive into. And again, I'm not to that level where I'm like so invested in all these like designers. Again, I don't even know a lot of designers and I'm I'm not going to pretend to be the fashion police. That's what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. But I can appreciate it. Like I think I'm getting to a point where I just appreciate style and fashion more in general and how it can how it really shapes like our world and the way we perceive people and everything. Yeah. I agree. I I feel like I'm the same where I don't I'm not super into I guess, designer fashion and like fashion week. I, I'm into like trend watching and predictions and things like that, but I'm not, I don't know. You're not like looking up the designer's yeah, newest yeah, exactly. designs and stuff. I feel like I'm more passionate about personal style. Like I feel like I've always been very into your, not, not even just else's. only mine. No, no, oh. not just only mine, just like personal style in general. I was telling Nick, I'm like, I'm so toxic. I'm this is how you know I've been an Enneagram for since I was like in second grade. I remember in elementary school, I think I might have told the story, but I wore pants, like literally capri sweat things in like fifth grade. And then I wore a skirt over it with like a t-shirt. Oh, it's giving camp. And I wore it to school and I was just like feeling so cute. And all my friends were like, that's so cute. Like we should all match and wear that like in a couple days since we planned it. Like we kind of planned a day to wear it. Like maybe the next day or the day after, maybe next week. And I kind of like, I didn't really forget about it. I don't know what happened, but we go to school and they're wearing it. (laughs) No, not them stealing your ideas. And I was like, no, they told me to match. I'm just saying it looks like that because you're like the only one out. But really it's me. I just didn't wear it with them. So it's like, I'm like, I'm over that trend. Oh, you did it on purpose? <laughs> no. Oh. No, I don't remember if I forgot or if I was just like, I don't, I think what probably happened is I put it on and I hated the outfit. I'm like, I'm not wearing this to school. Like I already wore the cute one the other day. Yeah. I'm not going to wear this again. I'm not going to wear the same thing You're again. You're going to ruin it. <laughs> I'm not going to like try again. So I'm sorry. I showed up and they were like so mad at me. Like Chelsea, what <laughs> the heck? I'm like, sorry, I'm over it. A fashion, the fashion <laughs> icon of our generation. <laughs> but I think it's just, it's one of the ways that I've always liked to express myself. Even if I never cared if other people thought my outfits were ugly. Like I only cared if I thought they were cute. You can, everyone around me could be like, that outfit is so cute on you. And I'd be like, I don't care. I want to rip it off. Like I hate it on me. Yeah. 
But I found this quote of, well, not quote, but like definition for what is personal style? Style refers, <laughs> of course, I am um, edit. I screenshotted it and did not have the source. So sorry. <laughs> <laughs> style refers to a person's particular way of expressing themselves, whether that's through clothing, writing style, or a style of architecture. In the fashion world, style is usually shorthand for personal style or the way an individual expresses themselves through aesthetic choices such as their clothing accessories wait what we say that weird how do you say accessory accessories we've talked about this probably 20 over 20 oh, really? times accessory i say accessories oh do i say accessories mm-hmm. interesting <laughs> interesting <laughs> chelsea <laughs> you have short-term memory loss i must i honestly must <clears throat> hairstyle and the way they put an outfit together Style is timeless. Someone who is stylish may or may not follow fashion trends, but they always stay true to their own aesthetic. Personal style is about developing a sense of self rather than simply absorbing trends. You know who has great personal style? Who? Matilda Jerf. Oh, yeah. I feel like she has like iconic. She's always known who she was. Yes. And she has shaped the current. A generation. A generation of style. Like I feel like she has always stayed pretty true to her yeah. vibe and we've all just hopped on board yeah, honestly literally, literally. Like she's been posting the same type of outfits for years mm-hmm. i wrote down a couple people well i was thinking of little tips like little steps to finding or honing in on your personal style the thing is you already have your personal style you just got to tap into it it's not like i'm so desperate to find something you know outside of yourself but we've talked about the three words before yeah, I think we should dive into that, though, because it's so helpful. And that is from her name on Instagram, again, is at Allison Bornstein 6. And she gives the three words advice, but she also gives a lot of just finding your personal style advice on top of the three words and how to even find, you know, your three words. She's a stylist, by the way. Yes. And I found them very helpful. So I took some things from her TikTok and kind of put them in some steps as well. But what do you have? You want to go first? No, I just was going to share my three words and okay. then kind of talk about that. So, okay, I'll go over this really quick then. So why do I always feel I'm in a rush? <laughs> like I have to get this in Hurry! two seconds. No, we have time. I think starting out with picking some style like icons or people that you see that you have a draw to that you're like, okay, I really see like my style portrayed or or, like mirrored, I guess, in them. And I see them as somebody that I want to emulate, you know, with your own style. Because there are people that you can appreciate their style, but it's not like, oh, that's how I want to dress. It's more like, okay, that's, you know, cute. I can appreciate that. It works for you. But then there are just those couple people that you're like that. I want your entire closet. You know, and I like how you put things together. I feel like your silhouettes are similar. Maybe they have a similar body type or they have a similar just aesthetic in general. So I just wrote down some of mine, for example. Kelly, I don't know how to say her last name. Real wrestler? Real slur. She designed Santa Monica proper. Like she's an interior interior. designer. Yeah. Yeah. But she is also just amazing personal style in all areas of life. Her fashion is really cute too. It's like a little bit more edgy, I feel like. I don't know. I just love her style. I love her TikTok. Obviously, Bella Hadid, I feel like has very, not dark, but a little bit edgier, I guess, as well, but also has a little bit of like a tailored element or like a, not a schoolgirl element. Yeah, a little bit sometimes. I feel like she goes a little bit out of the box. She definitely does. And then- Also, any, like for me personally, any cool, edgy European mom, like that just has beautiful, natural hair, flowing, couldn't be me, but that (laughs) that part. We're looking at what we want to emulate. Yeah. (laughs) It's just like effortless, effortlessly cool. Yeah. And I think that really helps because then you can kind of see how they, you know, what pieces they kind of pick and like, oh, that works for them. You notice a trend, you notice like a pattern that they you know, continue to pick it. It's very helpful. Definitely. Another thing that Allison talks about in her TikToks is looking at your closet right now and looking at the pieces that you grab the most. Like, do you wear a certain shirt a lot? Do you wear, you know, a skirt a lot? Do you wear, you know, what accessories? I am never going to not notice now. 
accessories that you grab and like kind of put them together and see like what, you know, words might be popping up there. Yeah. You might notice a pattern there as well. You know, for example, if you always grab oversized t-shirts and baggy jeans and, you know, bigger shoes or things like that. <laughs> like if you grab chunky shoes, you're out of the trend. Grab the feelers, see your way out. <laughs> <laughs> then maybe one of your words is oversized or comfortable, something like that. Yeah. And then lastly, obviously making mood boards, even before you know your three words to kind of see like what outfits would I actually wear? Not what I like on somebody else, you know, but what would I actually wear? What I like to think, you know, what would I put on and not hate Yeah, <laughs> on myself? Because some things they look so cute on somebody else, but they live in a different place. You know, it's a different, they have different skin color. They have different hair color. They have different, just like body type, everything. It just doesn't look the same. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So obviously take that into account as well. And then that can really help you get your three words. Yeah. I have experienced that many times where I, well, my toxic trait is I will pin a bunch of like outfits or whatever. And then I look at them and all the girls that I pinned are legitimate supermodels and they're six feet tall. Yeah. And then I put a similar outfit on. I'm like, I hate that. Yeah. I hate the way that looks on me. No, for sure. We've shared our three words before, but we haven't like really dove in, dived, dove into it. So my, my three words are casual, playful, and oversized. And kind of going off of what you were just talking about, I find myself gravitating towards very casual outfits for the most part. Like I haven't worn high heels in who knows how long. And I will occasionally if like I'm going to something very fancy, but that's not like what I I gravitate towards at all. I gravitate towards sneakers, baggy jeans, like baby tees or oversized tees or like a tank with baggy jeans, whatever. I, so that's why obviously the oversized is in there. But something that I've been realizing lately that I'm loving doing is like, I really like basic casual outfits with playful accessories. So what I've been doing lately is I will literally put on a pair of jeans or a pair of jean shorts with like a white tank top or a white baby tee or whatever. And then I will add like a fun colored purse or I have like pink sneakers and I'll like add those with like big gold hoops because I'm trying to get the oversized element in there, whatever. And it's crazy how much accessorizing just takes an outfit up a million notches. That's what I've been realizing lately. And the other thing I've been realizing is that, and again, if this isn't your priority, if you don't care, then like who cares? <laughs> it's it's just whatever you care about in the moment. And lately I've been caring more about like, I want to take 10 minutes to put together my outfit. To be honest with you, normally I'm just, I just throw something together and I don't care or I'm lazy with it. But I was saying, I'm like, how weird is it that if I take an extra 10 minutes and I try a few different things on, I'm like, oh, this is a really cute outfit mm-hmm. that I would have never even thought to pair together or whatever. So it's been good for me to like actually take a second and maybe pair together things that I wouldn't normally pair or just try a little bit extra where it's like, you know, put together an outfit and be like, okay, how can I make this playful? Because that is part of my personality. And you guys obviously know I love pink. I love pops of color. I love, you know, just fun, fun accessories and stuff like that. So I think that's like a great way to, again, depends on your, your three words and your personal style, but there's kind of always a way that you can incorporate all of them into an outfit. Yeah, definitely. And I think accessories are a great way to do that because they're not as expensive sometimes. I mean, you know, you can go as expensive as you want as, you know, maybe a top or a pair of like jeans or even a pair of shoes, but small accessory, oh gosh, accessories like You can just say scarf. it. You don't have to say accessories. I know, but I just, every time I say it, I think of it. And so it makes me stop stop in my tracks. Like a scarf, sunglasses, mm-hmm. earrings, necklaces, anything like that can really change. You can start with a plain white tank top and jeans and add a ton of different, like, like I said, jewelry, shoes, hats, purses, and make them completely different three words. Because right. it could be, you know, like I said, 70s vibes, or it could be more 
edgy or it could be more daring or something like that. I feel like my three words, I think, which I don't know if we did we even explain like what the three words means. Basically, it's like how to describe your personal style. And she has like a word bank. Doesn't she have like a ton of words on her? Instagram yeah, she or TikTok? has a lot of ideas of words that you can use on her TikTok. If you go, it's Allison Bornstein six. I don't know if that's exactly how you pronounce it, but that's like how it's spelled. Basically, we're giving you guys a little small business starter pack. Okay. Small or big business. Any type of business you want to start. Any business you have or starting. Shopify is going to be your best friend. We used Shopify for our Bounced Boss merch. And let me tell you, it's just, there's a reason why everyone uses it. It's so great. And with the holidays coming up, if you do have a small business, Shopify is going to, it's going to be working and it's going to be working hard for you. It's going to be your Santa's elf, but just just one singular elf. Shopify makes it simple to sell to anyone from anywhere. Start selling with Shopify and join the platform, simplifying commerce for millions of your favorite businesses worldwide. With Shopify, you'll create an online store in your vibe, discover new customers, and grow the following that keeps them coming back. Shopify has all the sales channels sorted out so your business keeps growing from an in-person POS system to an all-in-one e-commerce platform, even across social media platforms like TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. And thanks to 24-7 support and free libraries full of educational content, Shopify's got you every step of the way. Our graphic designer that helped with our Balance Boss website was like a huge fan of Shopify. And when we were doing websites, she's like, are you going to use Shopify? Because I really love it. Da, 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 da. So it's great. Shopify makes selling simple so you can put yourself and your ideas out there, whether your thing is like making ebooks or like online courses or earrings and you have like a physical product, Shopify makes your success possible. When you're ready to launch your thing into the spotlight, do it with Shopify, the commerce platform backing millions of businesses down the street and around the globe. Go on, try Shopify for free and start selling anywhere. This is awesome. You guys sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash what we said all lowercase. So go to shopify.com slash what we said to start selling online today. Shopify.com slash what we said. You know where you don't want to be spending your holiday season? Where? The post office, you guys. Absolutely not. It's such a pain in the butt. And honestly, the workers are always nice, but the people in line at post offices are they're on another level. Yeah, no one wants to be there. Let's put it that way. Exactly. So if you want to avoid that this holiday season, you're going to want stamps.com, which is one of our amazing, beautiful, stunning sponsors of this episode. If you're a small business owner, you know how important it is to be ready for the insane holiday season too. So if you haven't started preparing for the chaos of the holiday mailing and shipping, you're already falling behind. I hate to, I hate to break it to you, but luckily stamps.com has everything you need to make your life a whole lot easier. It's the 24 seven post office that you can access from anywhere. No lines, no traffic, no hassle, no meanies. Stamps.com is your one-stop shop for all your shipping and mailing needs. For more than 20 years, Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses. You get access to the USPS and UPS services you need to run your business right from your computer. And with inflation on the rise, every dollar counts. So protect your margins with major discounts on USPS and UPS rates up to 86% off. This is a great solution for every small business, whether you have whatever little shop you run on the side or if it's your full-time business, you can use stamps.com to print postage wherever you do business. All you need is a computer and a printer. Get ahead of the holiday chaos this year and get started with stamps.com today. Sign up with promo code what we said for a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com and click the microphone at the top of the page and enter code what we said. The three words are basically for you to like what you're wearing. Because if you're putting together your outfit, yeah, you put them, you know, you have something of each word. So you put on a very casual outfit and you're, you're said your word was casual yeah. or comfortable. Casual outfit. Then you're like, okay, I want something oversized. Like you said, the chunky hoops. Okay. Now I have something oversized and now I want something playful. I'll add a fun colored purse or hat or something. And then all of a sudden you're like, I feel like myself. Mm-hmm. This is really, you know, I feel like I'm wearing the clothes that properly fit my personality and make me feel most comfortable. And I know that I'll, you know, slay in. Slay the day, if you will. Slay. I was going to say my three words are, I kind of have been playing around with them to find the perfect ones. But 
sporty, cool, and tailored are the ones that I keep coming back to that I feel the most comfortable in and the ones that I just I feel like have always liked as well that there's always one word I feel like that describes the feeling of it where it's like yours is casual or like cool like some kind of feeling for example Hailey Bieber's that Allison talked about was sexy sporty and oversized Mm -hmm. and I didn't feel like mine was sexy I don't feel like I go for like sexy necessarily but I didn't feel like it was necessarily comfortable or casual. And so I was trying to find a word that, you know, kind of emulated what I feel like. I also didn't feel like it was edgy either in terms of like super edgy, I guess. So keep playing around with your words, you know. And I think putting together a Pinterest board really helped me figure out mine and like asking other people like, what would the three words you would use to describe all of these pictures all of these yeah. outfits all of these looks I feel like sporty is definitely like right on the nose yeah. for you and mm-hmm. cool uh, all of them yeah definitely fit you yes thank you and also I think so formal what? yes thank you <laughs> <laughs> thank you my next point is like JC said I don't feel like you have to care that much about what you wear but if I Unless may argue you yeah it does I don't know many people who it doesn't affect like their day if they don't feel at least if you're like, well, I don't really care. One of your words is probably comfortable because if you're not comfortable, you probably don't like your outfit. Like, right. I know so many people are like, well, I don't really care. But like I have to have that. I take guys go shopping with them. Also, my entire family is like, Chelsea, you're the style queen. I'm like, okay, let me style you. Take them shopping. Don't listen to a thing I say. They're like, (laughs) Which one do they come out of the dressing room? They're like, which one do you like? And I'm like, those pants are sick. They're like, I hate them. I'm not getting them. Like, okay, don't ask me ever again. (laughs) Mom's like, style is for family photos. I'm like, okay. I sent her all these ideas. She's like, "Mm, I think we're going to go with something else. I'm like, why do you ask me if you're not going to listen to me? But it's because everybody has their their own personal style. style. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I can tell you what I think is cool. But if you don't like it, because it doesn't match with you. Yeah, and you're not going to feel comfortable. Exactly, with your personal preferences. Exactly. So just be confident in what you like because that's really, I remember actually one of my friends from college, he was saying, maybe this is misogynistic, but he was saying the sexiest thing about a girl in a bikini. Okay. Really? Is not that she's in a bikini. Like it's not like, oh, I can see her body. It's that she's feeling confident in her bikini. It's like that, the confidence that comes with that. And I was kind of thinking about that. Like, that's true. Even like, if you think about anybody, like if they're confident in what they're wearing, you believe them. You're like, oh yeah, looks sick. But if you're like, I just feel like a loser. You're like, well, you're starting to look like one because you keep saying it, you know? Right. So just hone in and buckle down and- And get going. And get married to it. Get shopping. (laughs) No, this girl- This girl on TikTok, I actually just saw this TikTok came across my For You page. And she was saying that basically she was like, I don't like how people keep labeling aesthetics and being like, this is my aesthetic. I do like cottage core aesthetic or like mm-hmm. I'm coastal grandmother. That's my aesthetic. She's like, just buy things that you like. Yeah. Like stop like having to fit it into a specific aesthetic. And I think like the three words is even better than like a very specific Vibe almost. Vibe yeah. because it like gives you more room to play because I feel like there will be times when I want to wear like a black leather blazer. Yeah. But then there are also times when I literally want to wear like a flowy, like very feminine skirt with a tank, whatever. Yeah. And it's like that can still again fit into my three words, but that exactly. doesn't fit in with cottage core aesthetic. Yeah. But it could, you know, moments, things that I wear sometimes could fit into that. Yeah. But basically, don't like put yourself in a box and pigeonhole your own like aesthetic for home decor for anything. Because she was saying too, she's like, when I go out shopping for home decor, I buy things that I like. I don't think like, is this going to fit with whatever? She's like, Mm -hmm. I just buy the painting. I'm like, I like that. And then she's like, I put them all in a gallery wall. They don't match each other a lot of times, but that it's my style. Mm -hmm. That's what I like. And I liked that. I was like, that's a good point. It's like, you don't have to like buy everything that will flow perfectly because that's not, 
I mean, sure, maybe sometimes you'll buy something and be like, eh, this doesn't really fit in with the vibe of my house or something. That's definitely possible. But it's just better to buy things that you're drawn to. 100%. It's, it's you don't want to put yourself into an aesthetic because the clothes that you wear should fit into you. Like they, or they should fit you. It's, it's like that, what is that quote? It's like, you don't wear You're the clothes. You're not meant to fit into clothes that are meant to fit you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, oh, on Allison's TikTok, she was saying how two different people can wear the same exact outfit, but they could have three different words and, and it could work both ways because yeah. of the, of how somebody wears their outfit. She was saying Zoe Kravitz, one of her words I think was sexy as well. And she was like, she could wear a white tank and jeans and it's sexy. And it's like, she has nothing else on. And it's just like, no accessories, nothing. And she's one of her words because that's just who she is. That's the, the aura yeah, that she like, gives off. Exactly. And so, you know, that all, you also have to take that into account and and not try and be like, okay, well, now I'm going to do this. So I have to stick with this and stress out about it. It's just to help you notice things that you tend to like and feel comfortable in and that you feel aligned with. And then you can kind of go from there. Exactly. Now a word from our sponsor, Better Help. You know, sometimes you get into a spiral or like a mindset where you're just stuck focusing on a bunch of problems in life. I have definitely been there many a time in my life. And sometimes it's easy to just get stuck focusing on the problems instead of the solutions. And sometimes the situation would be better with a different mindset, you know, and a great way to potentially get into a different mindset is to try out therapy. It can be tough to train your brain to stay in problem-solving mode when faced with a challenge in life. And a therapist can help you become a better problem solver, making it easier to accomplish your goals, no matter how big or small. I just feel like in general, when you're having a rough time, it's just very helpful to talk to someone, especially someone who's licensed to truly help you come out of therapy with a different mindset that will help you move forward in your life with, you know, potential, um, potentially solving some of the issues that you're facing, it will change everything for you and can potentially help you obviously live a happier life and reach your goals, like I said, and things are just going to be better all around. Therapy for me personally has really helped me find like the trust in myself again, especially when you get to talk to a professional who can tell you, you know, what is valid to be, you know, maybe worried about and maybe what you're overreacting about and just kind of help you get things sorted out so that you can trust yourself again and feel more confident in your decision making. So if you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option because it's convenient, accessible, affordable, and entirely online. You get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey and you can switch therapists at any time, which is great. When you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash what we said today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash what we said. Go check it out. As I was talking about in this episode already, hair thinning is a lot more life-changing than you might think. From the outside looking in, you know, when you hear people, I would always see people talking about postpartum hair loss or hair thinning. I remember my mom was talking about when her hair was thinning, I think after she had COVID, she was like, oh my gosh, freaking out about it. And when you tell people, they're like, oh, oh, dang, that sucks. But to you, it's like life altering. Like you can't stop thinking about it and your hair feels so precious and so personal to you. And I think we need to support each other. We need to be there for each other. I think a lot of women too are embarrassed to talk about it or ashamed to talk about it. And when it starts happening to them, they don't want to bring attention to it. But I'm here. Know that I'm here for you. Okay, girls are thin haired girlies. Nutrafol is looking to normalize female hair struggles through shedding the silence, which we absolutely love. Nutrafol is a clinically effective natural supplement brand that is super awesome for if you are suffering from any sort of hair loss, thinning, shedding, any of that stuff. I think what can be most helpful with this is talking about it. Talking about it can be uh, very relieving and freeing, especially, you know, if you're scared to open up about something, like I know if I'm embarrassed about something and I open up and somebody's like, oh, I had that too. You're like, oh my gosh, I'm not alone. I'm not a yeah, freak. Like definitely, I, I feel heard and I feel validated. So with Shed the Silence, what the goal is, is to just break the stigma. 
So if you do feel like you, whether it was postpartum, whether it's just come with age, whether, you know, I think naturally over half of women will experience hair thinning in their lifetime. So it's bound to be happening to people around you. Maybe it is happening to you. So don't be scared to talk about it, okay? And it's nothing to be ashamed or embarrassed of. No. But that's also why Nutrafol is awesome because they're there to help support, you know, you with their products and their supplements and things like that. So if you guys want to talk about it, you, your hair story could really help another woman out there, which is awesome. Join the conversation at shedthesilence.com. That is shedthesilence.com. Go check it out. I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast yet or if it was on someone else's podcast that we were on, but something that Chelsea and I have been talking about lately is like the concept of, this is something we kind of learned from our human design too, but if it's not like a full body, yes, like, yes, 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 I'm obsessed with this. It's a no. Yeah. And that's what I've been living by lately with everything I purchase. And it makes me a much more intentional person in general. And when I'm shopping, whatever, if I'm not like, I want that so bad. Yeah. Then I'm like, no, because I want everything in my life to I want to be obsessed with every single thing that I buy. I don't want to just buy something and be like, yeah. So recently, an example of this, I bought some jeans and they looked super cute on the website and they were like kind of unique. And I was like, oh, those are fun. And I put them on when I got them and I was like, yeah, I kind of like it. Like maybe with this specific type of top, like could be cool, could be good for photos. And I was like, no, yeah, I obviously don't. I'm not in love with them. So it's a no for me. Yeah. And another example, this orange bench. I walked into this like thrift consignment store. It's in my office right now. It's like this bright orange bench. And immediately I was drawn to it. Like my eyes, I was just like, I need that bench. Yeah. And I didn't know where I was going to even put it. I was like, oh, that would be cool in my office, but I don't even know where I'd put it. And I was like, oh, maybe on that back wall. And basically the, they have like a, a policy there where you can take it and try it out at your house and then you can give it back. So I knew that I wouldn't be like wasting money. If I didn't like it, I could just bring it back the next day. But basically I was like, yeah, I am so drawn to that. I just want it so bad. I'm going to get it. And I put it in my office and like every day when I walk past it, I'm like, I love that bench. It yeah. is so fun. It's like speaking to me. And yeah, I just think like in general, whether you're shopping for clothes, home decor, makeup products, like it doesn't matter. Just like listen to yourself. And if you're not obsessed with it, do not waste your money on it. Exactly. Does it spark joy or no? Hold it in your hands. Mm-hmm. In the words of Marie Kondo. I also wanted to quickly end with like, or we can both do this, like our own style tips. Like if you were to literally ask us personally, like what are, what do you guys do? You know, what would you tell me if I said like how, you know, what are your style tips? I have um, none, but I'll be listening and jotting down. Mine notes. aren't that revolutionary, to be quite honest. And I kind of already said them, but I actually do have one in mind that I can share to end. This is my best tip for this is more so planning, not necessarily like getting ready for the day every day. But when you have events, trips, things that you really want to look cute for a wedding, anything like that, I plan my outfit meticulously down to, I don't leave anything up in the air for the last day to be like, well, what am I going to wear my, like, what socks am I going to wear? What am I going to wear in my hair? Like, oh, I don't know. I will literally plan everything down to which necklaces, which rings, which bracelets, everything. And when I do that, it gives me a little bit more time to be a little bit more extra. So if I do need to be on the search for a belt or a scarf or whatever it is, I can do that. And then I feel like when the event comes, I'm so prepared. I put the outfit on. I know I've been, I've tried it on. I don't leave the trying on until like literally the day of. And then I feel so confident. I'm so happy and I don't have to, it's another thing I don't have to worry about on the day because I'm just like, oh, I already did that. It was fun for me to plan it out. And I do that for trips too. And I will literally pack them as an outfit. I won't be like, oh, my pants over here, my shirts over here. I literally put them all in one bag where I'll be like pants, shirts, the jewelry I'm wearing, the socks I'm going to wear with my shoes. I'll try If I'm only wearing shoes with that outfit, I'll put them with it. But you get the picture. Even I'm wearing swim, swimsuits, swimsuit cover up with it, you know, so that I don't have to worry about it because otherwise it's going to take up time on my trip or while I'm doing something trying to be in the moment. Yeah. It um, also saves space. If you're still going on trips and not 
like prepping your outfits before you got to switch something yeah. up because you save so much room in your suitcase. I used to literally just put random stuff in my suitcase. Like yeah. that pair of jeans, that shirt, <laughs> maybe. I would never try anything on. I didn't know what anything looked like. And then I would just try and pair stuff when I got to the location. Yeah. And now I'm like, that just wastes, I wasted so much space in my suitcase by just having random items that I did not ever wear. Yeah, no. And it's so much easier in the morning to just take it out and be like, okay, this is the outfit I planned. I already tried on. I know it looks cute. Let's go. Yeah. And you have more time to work on your hair, makeup or whatever. Yeah. I only have one style tip. Go for it. Okay. I was just going to say like, don't underestimate the power of accessorizing like I've already mentioned a million times, but also your hair and makeup. Because a lot of times when I will see certain photos on Pinterest or outfits or things that I'm like, I just love that vibe. I realize that there's something unique about their hair or their makeup. They have like a big chunky braid in their hair, you know, like a slick back thing with a braid or they have like blue eye eyeshadow or something like that. And that just always takes things up a little notch. Mm-hmm. So I love blue mascara. I think it's so fun. I've been pinning a lot of fun makeup looks of like green eyeshadow that I think is really fun. Again, you could wear the most basic outfit, white tank and jeans, white sweatshirt, jeans, jean shorts. If you have on like cool gold earrings with like green eyeshadow with your hair like slicked back, it's such a vibe. It just Much looks- Much more elevated. Yeah, it just like elevates everything. So don't underestimate playing around with like your hair and makeup specifically. It can totally add to an, an outfit so much. It's true. When I take the time to do my eyeliner, the heavens, the heavens open up and I'm <laughs> blessed. Same. Or I'm cursed and my I can't get them even. Yeah. Is there a, is there a surgery that fixes hooded eyes? Yeah. Because <laughs> I might need that. I think there is actually. Because mine is starting to get to the point where I'm like, dude, this might be covering my walking my eyesight soon. I think that's why people get eye lifts or whatever they're called, right? Eye lifts. Hmm. Interesting. Like not a facelift, but an eye lift or something. Well, mine was the, kind of the same. At, well, not the same at all actually not cool. the hair and makeup but jewelry mm-hmm. you just put on just take the extra two seconds to go over to jewelry and just put on some rings put on some bracelets don't forget bracelets i feel like bracelets really really help throw on a couple necklaces throw on a couple earrings and if you have multiple piercings i guess you can throw on a couple it just makes or breaks it throw on an anklet if you're feeling crazy or a toe ring remember when i got called a slut for wearing a toe ring <laughs> okay the last core memory core memory the last thing is (laughs) shoes make or break an outfit they do and all my shoes are ugly it's really PTSD (laughs) I have no the only good sneakers I have are my new balances which I like I'm obsessed with them oh yeah but they're green you know they're like green and Mm -hmm. white so there's some outfits that I don't want to wear them with I need like neutral sneakers that I love. I yeah, need them immediately. I know. And I don't have any right now. I know. The, you know, which ones are like trending so much is the Adidas like Samba ones. Samba. Or Gazelle. Gazelle. I, I have know. I have some Adidas ones saved right now. I'm like pulled up on a tab, but I don't know if they're. They're probably Samba. But they're chunky and you said no chunks. They're chunky? The ones I have pulled up. Oh. Let me look up if, I, what is it called? Okay, Samba? let me say this because I actually have like shoes that I'm like, <laughs> I, I wear these people are going to troll me. If they're functional and they're chunky, wear them. I'm just saying like the overly chunky sneakers. I just feel like the excessively chunky where, I don't know. They're just- Oh, I, I know. I know exactly what you're saying. Okay. These, yeah, I know what you're talking about. You have the like black ones of them or like dark ones. I have brown ones and blue ones. Oh, brown is maybe what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Yeah. Those I do not have. They have, those are not the, the ones white, I was thinking They of. have like neutral ones that are white with black that are really, really cute, but they're always sold out. Hmm. So I need to know what mine are that I have, that I have saved. They're on like goat, I think. Anyway, I was looking at them. Those were like the ones that I was considering. Yeah, they, they really make or break an outfit. Don't skimp on the shoes. Like don't make the shoes like, oh, last minute I'll put on shoes. It's true. It, it can kill really, the completely. It, I'll have an outfit on. I'll be in the mirror. I'm like, I look so cute. And then I'll go to try and put on shoes. And the second those shoes like are on my feet, I'm like, the outfit's ruined. You have to find the right exact shoes. I don't know. You'll just feel it. You'll feel when it's right, like Cinderella. 
it'll fit and you'll be like this is this is what i needed but don't walk out that door if you even have an inkling that you're like uh, my office not the best unless you're late and you have to go but don't just don't do it don't don't <laughs> we're just don't do it we're not settling this year ladies for outfits we don't like Okay, can I end with something or do you have something else? Go for it. I have I have a million other things I could talk about. Well, I was just going to say also go thrifting. Like mm-hmm. I have found so many good things thrifting. Great like staples as well. Like this fall, I've found a gray sweatshirt that I've been wearing a lot that I thrifted. A navy blue sweatshirt that's like vintage Gap, just like normal crew neck. But I've also been wearing it like on all of my morning walks or my... Uh, evening walks and they were all so cheap like you know eight bucks or whatever mm-hmm. so definitely go thrifting especially if you're on a budget and you're just like oh I don't want to like you know go on revolve or something and yeah or Aritzia yeah. and like I don't I'm not gonna just buy a whole new wardrobe I mean I totally get that but I think there's so many good I mean you have to hunt a little more and I think you have to be a little more open-minded when you thrift like yeah. you can't be like I'm looking for this very specific thing but if you're like okay, you have your three words and you kind of go into a thrift store and you're like, I'm looking for this type of vibe and then just pick what speaks to you. You're bound to find some cute jackets, track pants, look in the men's section for that stuff, crew necks, oversized vintage tees, whatever. I would highly recommend. Also, eBay is really good. Yeah, and Etsy. I feel like people don't think to look on eBay first. They, I mean, girls especially, like they go on Depop or Poshmark or something like that, but eBay, check eBay and search for, you know, vintage sweatshirts or whatever. Yeah. That's where Nick gets all of his like vintage polo or vintage mm-hmm. Lacoste sweatshirts. And they're not that expensive because it's not like these girls who are making a living. You know, Off doing of Depop it. or something. Yeah, it's like yeah. people selling their like Little dad's old, old closet. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. Well, that's all I had to say about this. I love that. Well, here's the thing. We just want... We just want our gals to be thriving and confident. Mm-hmm. And it's like you were saying, clothes just make a huge difference in how you feel in your confidence levels. And I have spent too many years <laughs> under a bushel. <laughs> I feel like, I just feel like I have never prioritized it or even understood it or known where to begin. Yeah. With style. You're busy. Give yourself some breaks. Thank you. You're busy. I was I was in my hustling era. <laughs> no, but I just feel like I didn't get pay it much mind. But you're kind of right. It's like even though I didn't quote unquote care, I always wished that I liked yes. my outfits more. So you are also one of my people who sometimes like you should wear this. Like you're like, what should I wear? And I'm like, oh, I love these. And you're like, well, I think I'm just gonna stick with these. I'm screaming. But you know what? Sometimes that's a good. It's like how people say, flip the coin, and you'll know what you want because you'll wish. Like it will land on a certain thing. Right. So I think that's what people use me for. They'll be like, which one should I pick? And they know which one I, they want me to pick. The thing is also though, sometimes you have certain insecurities or things that you don't like about yourself or like not even you don't like, but you just don't feel comfortable showing like certain parts of your body. And so there will be certain outfits that I'll put on where I'm just like, I have not. Well, let me, let me also say this. I grew up uber uber modest like yeah, yeah, to yeah. a point where it's like I showed nothing and not because like not even because my mom like told me I couldn't uh, whatever like I wore bikinis sometimes but I like literally until two years ago was always wearing like either a graphic tee or a long sleeve t-shirt and jeans yeah like I never wore short shorts skirts really tank tops like I was just very overly modest and I don't know like what exact I mean there's a lot of things that go into that but now I feel like my world has opened up like Mm -hmm. because I'm willing to be a slut no but just because it's like I'm understanding my own personal style and what I feel comfortable and what looks good on me but it almost takes like rewiring my brain where I'm like oh it's not like bad if I show my shoulders or like if I wear a short skirt yeah you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. that's like also another hurdle that I've had to yeah like another aspect I guess of why I always was wearing things that like didn't really speak to me Mm -hmm. because I was just like trying to cover up yeah that makes sense yeah no I could go on that tangent for 30 more minutes because there's like a lot of 
a lot of nuance to that, but yeah. So that's also a huge part of it though, is dressing like for your body type mm-hmm. in general. I've seen a lot of TikToks. Have you seen that girl who like shows a uh, tank top yes. and jeans on, or like pants a bunch of different ways? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it it's looks crazy. like different people, mm-hmm. but it's literally just her wearing a tank top like rolled <laughs> up or pulled down because if you have a longer torso or whatever, like there's certain things that probably do accentuate certain body types better. And yes. that's also great to find out by just trying on a bunch of clothes and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I think so. It's just, it's, it's, think of it as fun. We're not trying to like give you a homework exi- assignment. It's fun. Yeah. Just fun. Take what you like. Yeah. Leave what you don't. Exactly. Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast this week. Happy, happy Tuesday. Hope you have a great rest of your week. Make sure you guys go follow us on Instagram. It's at what we said podcast. You guys can be involved in a lot of our future upcoming episodes. And we have a lot of very exciting things coming. Yes. Things coming, you guys. We have a lot of fun like, announcements. Big things coming. Yeah. Huge. Massive. You guys won't believe it. Yeah. So get ready for that. Go follow our Instagram for sure. Because Instagram will be the first probably to know about that stuff. Also, if you're feeling extra generous, please go leave us a rating and review on the Apple Podcast app or on Spotify. It's super easy. You literally just click a button on Spotify and we would really, really appreciate it. It helps us out a ton. We love you guys so much. And that's That's what we we said. said. Bye. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.